I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Red Men TV Bite Size, or just Red Men Bite Size, why not? Seems we've dropped the TV for the podcast. It is Wednesday, the 1st of February, 2023. The transfer window has slammed shut with absolutely no business on deadline day for the Pool Football Club. I've uh, got a few things to talk about today with you. Uh, first of all, we're going to be talking about Liverpool's Champions League squad conundrum. We're going to talk Bobby Firmino uh, and his contract. We're going to talk how the fee for Enzo Fernandes might impact Liverpool's pursuit of Bellingham. And we're also going to talk about, because why? I know Newcastle are interested in Jude Bellingham as well because they've got loads of dough uh, and that's what teams do. Um, be prepared for them to be linked to every single player that Liverpool is linked to now that they've got loads of money. We've already seen it over the January transfer window. Um, so let's start off then. I've got a really interesting article from the Liverpool Echo. Um, headlined, Liverpool set to axe two players from squad as Luis Diaz update expected so basically Liverpool are allowed to make changes to the Champions League squad we've got to submit them by midnight on February the 2nd it's obviously February the 1st today and uh, so we what the echo are alluding to is the fact that we might get a bit of an update from whether Luis Diaz is in the squad as to whether we will see him in the next three to four weeks maybe what I find really interesting about all of this is we obviously left out Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain and Naby Keita from the Champions League squad for the group matches. We know how sort of angry and upset Jurgen Klopp was when um, when he basically found out that Keita and Oxlade-Chamberlain could have probably played in the Champions League in those first six games. Uh, it might have meant that we could have spelled, um, given some other players a little bit more time off and stuff like that had we been able to put Ox or Naby Keita into, us, into the side into the side yeah for those Champions League games so Liverpool have got quite a lot of work to do around this actually I think it's really interesting obviously we've got Cody Gakpo now who we signed from PSV Eindhoven we probably want to bring him into the squad certainly for the Real Madrid game because he's fit at the moment Um and we're probably looking likely to reinstate the likes of Oxlade-Chamberlain and Naby Keita as well. But you can only make a maximum of three new players in the squad. Um, name a maximum, sorry, of three new players in the squad at this mid-season point. So let's say it's Gakpo. Let's say Oxlade-Chamberlain and Naby Keita come into the squad. I suppose then it's who goes out. Now the easy one for us at the moment I think is Stefan Bajetic. Uh, he's named in the Champions League squad, but because of the way that B-list players works in the Champions League, he would be allowed, now having completed two years at Liverpool, um, to be on that B-list of players that we could use. So that's a nice easy one. But Chetit's out, Cody Gakpo in. 
how do you get Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain and Naby Keita into the squad and who are you taking out? Now, I think we know that Arthur Mello uh, was put into that Champions League squad. Even if he is a few weeks away from returning to team training, he's been out for that long now that you do wonder whether we bother with Arthur Mello at all in the Champions League squad. Could we, if he is fit, just use him? In the Premier League, obviously there's no cup competitions there uh, for the rest of the season, unfortunately, for us Reds um, now. So that could be one that we could do uh, quite easily. Just take out Arthur Mello and maybe bring in um, Naby Keita, let's say, for Arthur Mello. Now, Oxlade-Chamberlain's a bit of a funny one, isn't it? Because he's obviously one of the homegrown players. Now, I think... Um, Liverpool have a maximum of a 24-man squad, so that's fine because we didn't actually place eight um, homegrown players in last time. I think we placed seven, which means we could only have a 24-man squad rather than a 25-man squad. Um, but if you take Ox out, you can only replace him with uh, essentially a homegrown player. So this would be a little bit more difficult. Um, sorry, if you take... Uh, not, not Ox out, but if you take... Nat Phillips out um, as an example. So who are we going to do? Who are we going to put in here? Now, one of the things that the Liverpool Echo talk about, actually, is this goalkeeping loophole. So, as an example, I'll read from the article for a little bit. There is a loophole for Klopp to consider. He could leave out third-choice goalkeeper Adrian to make room for all his senior outfield players. Clubs are required to include at least two goalkeepers on list A and at least three in total, list A and B combined. So it's possible that the German could leave out the Spaniard and call upon youngster Harvey Davies to make up the numbers behind Alisson, Cueve and Kelleher. Such a decision would be a gamble, but it could be one way taken as if Liverpool found themselves in a situation where they regretted leaving out Adrian, UEFA rules could actually permit them to make a temporary change. That's because... If a club cannot count on the services of at least two goalkeepers registered on list day because of long-term injury or illness, i.e. one that lasts 30 days, they can temporarily replace him at any time during the season. As a result, if Alisson or Kelleher were missing because of injury or suspension, it's plausible that the Reds could call up Adjin despite leaving him out of the squad at the end of January. Whew, big breath. I tell you what, this article was brilliant. But it's a bit of a head fuck as well, to be honest with you. Um... So yeah, I think I think where we are at the moment is it's looking likely that he's going to want to get Naby Keita into that squad, isn't he? Because obviously Naby Keita started the last three games for he's in good form. He's playing much better than Jordan Henderson is in one of those eights on that right hand side eight, I should say. He seems to have um, solidified his place in the first team right now. Stefan Bajetic, we can quite easily swap out for Cody Gakpo because we know that we can put Bajetic on that B list of players. So that's a bonus. Now, does he want to bring in the likes of Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain that could be okay with us, and um, that could be certainly something. Um, so yeah, I mean, whew. And the other one, actually, the other player that we could remove from list there is Calvin Ramsey. Um, so that that's a possibility, and that way, if you remove the likes of Calvin Ramsey, Arthur Mello, and Stefan Bajetic, you would be able to then bring in Naby Keita, Alex Oxley Chamberlain. And Cody Gapco. But isn't this a bit mad that, like, you know, it's a day before we're going to obviously see the Champions League squad. Um, what would that be? Probably Friday morning. We'll probably find out about it. We may hear something Thursday evening on the second itself, so tomorrow night. Um, but yeah, it, it is a bit of a mad one at the moment, isn't it? So 
Cody Gakpo's got to go in there. Um, you would assume he wants auction Naby Keita in there and maybe take out Arthur Mello, Calvin Ramsey. You could play that uh, high-risk um, Adrian card as well if you wanted to keep Arthur Mello in there. Would you? I can't imagine it. My best guess would be that Naby Ox and Gakpo go in. Maybe Ramsey, Arthur and Bajetic roll out. But yeah, a little bit mad there to start us off. Uh, so we're going to move on then. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, to the next story, which is Roberto Firmino's agent has been talking. Um, he's now into the final six months of his, his Liverpool contract, as we know, having joined in 2015. Eighth season at Liverpool, my word. What a player he's been over the last eight years. I think... You know, the, the, there are other players, aren't there, that are going to get all the all the words written about them and all the high praise and stuff like that. But for me, it's such a joy watching Bobby for me. You know, play football, and he, he may be he may be my favourite player of the Klopp era. Anyway, his agent Roger Whitman has provided an update on his client's contract talks, claiming we will probably know the outcome at some point this month. It's a long relationship between Roberto and Liverpool. He told Sky Germany. Roberto is comfortable. At the moment, we are in a great exchange. In February, we'll probably know where the journey is going. But Roberto also has to have a say in order to find an agreement with Liverpool. We are on the right track. We have really good talks with Liverpool. It's an outstanding club. Phew. Okay. Then it sounds like the contract talks with Roberto Firmino were going really well. And I'll reiterate something that I've been saying for a little while now. If Roberto Firmino, at 31 years old, is being, play, is being paid like a first-teamer, then I don't think that Liverpool should probably do that. Having just said that he is one of my favourite players of the Klopp era, if not my favourite player of the Klopp era, if he's on £200,000 a week, give or take, I just don't see that Liverpool, the way that we are run financially right now, can take that bigger contract on. If he was to drop down his contract and start to be paid on more of a pay-as-you-play deal, where it might be a good 
solid, I don't know, pick a figure, 50 to 80,000 pounds a week. But he gets a bonus every time he takes to the field of maybe a few thousand quid or whatever. Maybe that's something that Liverpool could do because I think we've got to free up contract space. Liverpool, as we, as I think we all know right now, pay good money for our players. And rightfully so, they've been incredible over the last few years. And um, they deserve the money that they get. And we know we like to incentivise those contracts and stuff like that. But if you put in Roberto Firmino at 31 years old on a first team as salary, I think you're doing something wrong and I think Liverpool have had so much upheaval off the pitch over the last sort of 12 months with Michael Edwards leaving, Julian Ward leaving at the end of the season and all that type of stuff, then I just think it's a bit of a mad one um, if you're going to give Bobby Firmino at 31 years old another proper big contract at the end of his career and, and this is coming from a fan who absolutely adores Bobby Firmino but it does look like with the signing of Gakpo with the signing of Darwin Nunes we are moving away from Roberto Firmino we have to move away from Roberto Firmino at some point and I don't think Liverpool should be tied down to a three to four year contract for someone who's 31 years old personally um, if you've got any other thoughts of that then please tweet me uh, Mr Blood Red on Twitter if you're a follower so, it will move on to the next story then, and that is about Enzo Fernandez and how his um, fee that Chelsea paid could actually impact the potential signing of Jude Bellingham. I say potential, it's clearly what Liverpool want. Uh, I think everybody knows that. But has anybody else sort of thought that, you know, paying 105 million quid or whatever it is for Fernandez, that this might actually increase the Jude Bellingham? Um, fee. Well, again, the Liverpool Echo seriously thinks so. And more, moreover, Simon Jordan believes the big money arrival of new Chelsea midfielder Enzo Fernandez could impact Liverpool's pursuit of Jude Bellingham. Um, so yeah, basically what we're saying here is when he was talking to Talksport co-host, um, he said they're talking about Bellingham now, and Dortmund are going to be sitting there and rubbing their hands because of the situation that Liverpool have found themselves in. Um, if Liverpool can raise the cash, then it's an interesting place to go because he can be part of a regeneration, part of the legacy of that football club. Uh, with Klopp and his pomp, I'd like to see him there. I hate this sort of conversation, but we're going to talk about this kid going from Benfica for 105 million. Then you're looking at Bellingham, you're starting to get into the territory of 125 to 150 million pounds. They won't be asking for it on the drip either. They'll be saying we have loads of suitors, so pay it and pay it now. My word, if that's what Liverpool are in for, we're going to drop 125 to 150 million pounds on Jude Bellingham. It will surprise quite a few people, won't it? I think. I think that's fair to say. And finally, the last little story from today. I won't spend too long on this one, of course, but Newcastle are now eyeing a summer move for a £130 million Liverpool target due Bellingham. Ugh. Obviously, um, the public investment fund wealth that Newcastle have nowadays, the Saudi, Saudi Arabia public investment fund, is it? Um, they're going to be linked to absolutely everybody. And if they get Champions League football, they're going to be a problem uh, because they've got so much money. Um, they're basically, well, they're a, they're a one-club city, so they've got the support there. Um, yeah, they, they could be a problem and they could absolutely ruin Liverpool's plans will Bellingham though there I hope not because um, I can't imagine the pull of Eddie Howe will do it over Jürgen Klopp the money might um, but all the sort of rumour and conjecture is that Bellingham does like the project at Liverpool Football Club and hopefully that is exactly uh, what we need uh, and that hopefully is what is done in the summer we can look forward to stop talking about transfers soon because I 
think we're all a little bit bored of transfers at the moment, aren't we? Anyway, on uh, Redmen Plus this week, uh, the biased football show we recorded that one Wednesday morning. That is out now on Plus. We've got Thursday Night Pint, a brand new YouTube show uh, coming tomorrow night. So that's Thursday evening. And we've got Adam Rowe of the incredible uh, comedy podcast have a word coming in uh it's seven o'clock tomorrow night and we've also got the legend that is the now 40 year old mr james sutton uh one of my good friends a real top reds all round great bloke one of the nicest people you will ever meet but also one of the funniest people you'll ever meet um so yeah james sutton adam Rowe, me paul and probably steve will be on Thursday Night Pint. There'll be a Red Men Uncensored show recorded straight after that for Plus as well. We've got the Deep Dive with me and Josh Williams coming out on YouTube and Plus on Friday evening, 8 o'clock. And we've got Jano Insight uh, tomorrow, that's Thursday, uh, coming out on Plus with uh, Neil Jones. Uh, so yeah, loads and loads and loads and loads of content to keep you going until the next Liverpool game because it does feel a little bit like an international break every week at the moment, doesn't it? Anyway, that has been Red Bent Bite Size. I've been Chris Bajak. You've been amazing and we'll see you all soon. Ta-ra. <laughs>